How has the slowmadism trend taken off since COVID? Thanks for asking. According to an August 2023 report by human resources company MBO Partners, the number of Americans considering themselves digital nomads increased 131% between 2019 and 2022. Digital nomads are people who travel worldwide while staying connected to their work wherever they are. The COVID-19 pandemic led to remote work being normalized, when it had already been growing thanks to factors like globalization and the digitization of work. However, some digital nomad workers are now tired of being on the move all year round. As a result, many have chosen to adapt their lifestyle accordingly, turning to slomadism. What's the difference between digital nomads and slomads? Slomads are digital nomads who spend much more time in the same place than others. Instead of just a few weeks or months, they're much more likely to stay in the same location for at least a year, and sometimes significantly longer. Now in the past, only people with dual nationality or the means to fund expensive business visas could afford long stays in foreign countries, but now becoming a slomad is more accessible. And that's partly down to COVID. When the pandemic struck, Tourist travel declined drastically. Countries were forced to come up with creative ways of reviving their economies, and some saw potential in drawing digital nomads from abroad. The number of countries offering special visas for digital nomads increased from 7 in 2021 to 49 in 2022. This kind of visa allows visitors to stay in a country and work remotely for an employer or company based abroad. Portugal is one example of a European country which offers such visas. The goal is to attract individuals earning foreign currency who are willing to spend money locally and contribute to the economy. Is the lifestyle financially beneficial for slomads too? Indeed it is, even when you factor in travel expenses. That's because the cost of living tends to be cheaper. The slomad lifestyle generally attracts young people, by which I mean millennials or Gen Z, with well-paying jobs in technology and knowledge fields. It allows them to enjoy a higher standard of living and save money which could go towards other personal projects, like investing in real estate in their home country for example. As we've established, slomadism also means less frequent travel and thereby reduced travel expenses, as well as a lower carbon footprint. On paper, slomadism has a number of advantages, including a more active social life, more time to build relationships and learn about local cultures, less travel-related stress, more money saved, and improved work productivity. But the slomad lifestyle does have a downside. Oh really, what is it? The negative effects mainly concern the local inhabitants of countries attracting foreign workers. As they're earning in foreign currency, slomads can afford to pay much higher rent than locals, leading to an increase in rental prices. For example, in Mexico City, one of the world's most popular cities for slomads, rent prices in the trendiest neighborhoods have increased by up to 40%, pushing locals further away from the center. Another risk is that local cultures may be lost in favor of globalized practices. The same goes for local languages being replaced by English. Critics say that slomadism exacerbates inequalities, not only within the same country, but also between the developed and developing world. That's because it's usually much easier to get a visa to live abroad when you're European or North American, rather than from South Asia, Africa or Latin America. There you have it. 
Now you know how slomadism has taken off since COVID. In under three minutes, we answer your questions and help you understand the true meaning behind the trends, concepts and acronyms that are making headlines. Listen along and you will really know for sure.